you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at laist.com sweeps. LAist Studios. No crosswalk here, so we're gonna go to the main street. I'm not loving this intersection. Careful. What the fuck? That was a red light and a half. Someone just took a red light in the middle of nowhere. I saved Evan's life. That was scary. From Elias Studios, this is How to LA, where every day we're dropping some knowledge about this city. I'm Brian Los Santos, and today we're talking about bike safety. I'm gonna be honest real quick. I'm no cyclist, but tens of thousands of Angelinos use a bike to commute every single day. And as you can probably guess, it's pretty dangerous out there. The city has launched campaigns like Vision Zero and the Mobility Plan 2035 to try and make streets safer for folks to walk and ride. But bicycle fatalities are on the rise in LA. 2021 was the deadliest year this century for traffic collisions in the city. 294 deaths, and half of the people that were killed weren't even in a car. Many of them were pedestrians. 17 were on a bicycle. So today, I'm checking out some of the things city officials have done to make LA streets safer, and testing out some of the new bike lanes with How to LA producer Evan Jacoby. We're talking to some experts about what it takes to get them installed, and what more needs to be done. We are in Culver City and we're about to ride some of the Metro's rideshare bikes. I got my bike. Which way do we go? We headed towards a two mile stretch of West Adams Boulevard between Fairfax and Crenshaw. Well, here goes my cardio for today. Road deaths are not inevitable, they are preventable. Cities and government should do everything they can with policy, with engineering, with education and enforcement to really reduce and ultimately eliminate traffic deaths. That's Ryan Fonseca. And I report on transportation and mobility. Ryan's been following all the traffic safety measures that have been put in place over the last few years. Can you give us like a moment in time where we're at with these like zero traffic fatalities right now? Over a hundred more people were killed this past year than when Vision Zero started. So that kind of gives you a sense of, of really the city's inability to reduce deaths, which is the goal of that program. I think one of the biggest things that I hear from advocates, from even some city leaders, is just that the city hasn't actually invested in the program. LADOT has been asking for kind of increased budget for a while now to address these safety issues. They often don't get the money that they ask for. Critics say LA hasn't spent nearly enough money on the problem. For example, New York City has spent more than a billion dollars on its Vision Zero program, and it appears to be actually working. Here in LA, we've only spent a few hundred million, and the difference is clear. What about the mobility plan? Yeah, so that plan was actually adopted the same year that the city adopted Vision Zero back in 2015. It's called Mobility Plan 2035. And it sort of has some similar goals. There's a little connective tissue there. It basically envisions a city with a more connected bike network, more pedestrian enhancements and pedestrian plazas, potentially bus only lanes, and just kind of a more friendly, more walkable, safer city. 
trying to incentivize people to drive less and choose to walk or choose to bike somewhere. Unfortunately, though, what we saw was we're nearly 10 years into this plan. And according to some data, some advocates sent me that they pulled from the city's archives, roughly 3% of the plan has been completed so far. It's going to take another 200 years for them to finish this plan at that rate. Even though the changes have been slow, there is stuff happening. New bike lanes in West Adams, Culver City, and along San Vicente in Wilshire. And this summer, they broke ground on a new bike path through South LA. So we want to check out what some of these changes actually look like on the ground. And y'all should see me. I look like such a dork. I've got Evan's microphone, like the big fluffy kind, taped upright inside his backpack, which I'm wearing like kangaroo style across my chest. We're about to hit Washington and National where there is a dedicated bike lane and it has like cones where it is sectioned off just for the bike users. We have a sign that says, how do you feel about bike lanes? Oh, someone said we hate them. Why? Why do you hate them? Someone said we hate them. Interesting. From a car though. From a car. We're riding through this kind of dangerous corridor. Or at least it used to be. LA's Department of Transportation says this strip has seen way more deadly collisions than nearby areas. Last year, the DOT took away two car lanes and turned them into bike lanes. They added more crosswalks with those blinky lights on the ground, too. We're back on the bike lane on Adams. Cars aren't super close to you, but you feel the, the swoosh. I mean, I love this. I love being able to enjoy my streets like this. I just, when we were like squeezed in next to like a pedestrian or a car, I tense up. But I would do this more often. Hell yeah. It beats getting stuck in traffic sitting in the car. Well, besides actual cars going into the bike lane, I've seen that for sure, and it's wild, bro. My name is Andres Fuentes, and I live around Barry Avenue. It's still good, though. At least everybody can have a way of driving and, like, riding safely, at least. How about we take a quick five-second drink of water somewhere? This is Blanca Morales. She was selling yuca fries and Salvadorian pastelitos de carne on the corner of Ridgely and Adams. So yum. Anyway, I asked her about the changes she's noticed after they painted the bike lanes, just a few feet away from her booth. Estoy curioso de si has visto accidentes o has visto a gente en la bici como que se caiga o no sé qué. She told me that the drivers she sees aren't careful with the bike lanes. Sí, pues hay muchos accidentes a veces y pues no respetan las líneas. A veces hasta me han insultado, voy cruzando la calle y pues no respetan ni las luces y es un poco difícil así. It's happened to me as a pedestrian, she says. She's gotten yelled at just because she's crossing the street. We are pulling up to a climbing gym. We think that we might be able to talk to some cyclists there. My name is Takeshi Tawarada. I live in Jefferson Park, right next to West Adams. We cut up with Takeshi at the climbing gym parking lot. I saw you driving in with your bike. How long have you been commuting to your gym this way? Uh, the past six months, ever since the new bike path came in. Are there dedicated bike lanes on your commute here, or is it always like dodging cars for you? It used to be dodging cars, but on West Adams Boulevard, I think they just put in a new bike lane last year. So I was super pumped about it because for me personally, it, it takes me straight from point A to point B on a really safe bike path. 
A lot of people love these new bike lanes, but we know that it's not a perfect solution. You heard that person shouting earlier that they hated them, right? Angelinos, myself included, like to get where they're going fast. And let's be real, anything that slows down traffic is kind of annoying for folks, even if it might save a life. Adding bike lanes to communities has even caused some people to try and recall their council members. That actually happened to Mike Bonin a few years ago, and after the complaints, some of those new bike lanes disappeared. It's been a little over a year since those bike lanes were painted in West Adams. So I'm a little curious, is there any real evidence they're working? This is just the top of the iceberg of what's happening in the community, but also individuals that are stepping forward to be a part of the solution. That's Yolanda Davis-Overstreet. And I am a mobility justice strategist, and I played an instrumental role in the reconfiguration of the Adams Boulevard Safety Project. Yolanda is the person responsible for getting these bike lanes installed in the first place. We're putting our lives on the line when we pull our bikes out of our homes or our garage to simply do what L.A. is trying to tell us to do. Let's get on bikes. Let's use public transit. Well, how can we do that if it's not safe? I just want to take a second to specify something kind of important. We're not just talking about the sporty spices out there wearing spandex and training for the Tour de France. We're talking about everyday Angelinos who rely on bikes to get around the city. These bike lanes are not gentrification. These bike lanes exist, number one, to save lives, black and brown lives in particular, because in most cases we live in disenfranchised communities. And therefore we have crumbling sidewalks, streets that have not been repaved, nor do we have many crosswalks or traffic lights. Adams Boulevard was on the list for years as a high injury network. I welcome bike lanes because I had to, from a child, put my bike on the back of my car and take it to where a bike lane exists in order to ride my bike or to go to the marina, you know, or the beach path or something like that to feel safe. This biking thing, it's here and it's us. And let's embrace it. And maybe you can go out and get you a bike and, you know, get out here and ride with us. Vision Zero's goal is to eliminate traffic deaths in the city by 2025. The target for the mobility plan is a little bit more conservative, at 2035. But either way, we've got a lot to figure out. LA's got new management coming in after this election. They all have to tackle this issue in some way or another. I'm not loving this intersection. Careful. While we wait and see how they're going to handle it, maybe we should all try to slow down a bit. Don't go running those red lights like that guy did. And get off the phone. Let's avoid hurting someone, yeah? I'm pulling back where we started our journey. I'm excited to get off this bike. Let's put her back in. Oh. Is that it? Do we push a button? Alrighty, y'all. Evan and I are kind of tired from all that biking and near-death experiences. So we're going to go chill. This is How to LA. I'm Brian De Los Santos. If you want to keep hearing stories about this city, do me one small favor and leave us a review. It helps us decide what to cover next. That's it for today, though. Nos vemos mañana. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live. 
This program is made possible in part by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a private corporation funded by the American people. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.